Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Uh, this podcast is about Kyla Green, my one of my good friends, past boss, uh, someone I've known for for years. Who, uh, after some time, realized that she was she was an addict, you know. And everyone falls victim to this. We all have these vices in life, and she saw hers for what they were worth, and she's getting help, and she's in the process of. Being who she, not only who she wants to be, but who she was meant to be. So I really do hope you guys like it. And thank you for listening. As always, it's a process. This video is sponsored by my good friend, Dalton Classy, with the Bishop Realtor Group. As a Wichita Falls native, Dalton has a strong knowledge of the area and a desire to make his home your home. Look up Dalton at Dalton Classy, Bishop Realtor Group on Facebook or call today at 940-224-3022. 940-224-3022 for all real estate needs. Hello, Kyle's bad. How are you? I'm good, man. It's been a fucking day, but I'm good. Let me get sat down. Hold on. Okay, take your time. Walk around my fucking house. What okay. are the what are the dimensions on that bad boy? We're talking about square footage. Dude, I don't know the square footage, but this is a big ass house. I think they have that. Like how many the... bedrooms qualifies as a mansion? Sixteen. <laughs> I looked it up once. Are you sure? Yeah. I think it's nine. <laughs> I feel like you looked it up for real. I know I did, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Man- mansion amount of rooms required. <laughs> Let's see. My guess is seven. Most mansions have at least five to six bedrooms, but can have as many as ten. This that's kind of that's kind of broke for a mansion. I feel like mansions should have at least like twelve minimum. Well, an estate would be like oh, what I okay. think you, think you know what I mean. That's fair, yeah. Or like it's an like, apartment. <laughs> if it doesn't have a pool house, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Jesus. So tell me about your day. What happened today? Why was it crazy? Oh, man. So, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I guess in the spirit of being honest, um, one of my really good friends relapsed. And it's kind of fucking me up because I feel like I knew it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want them to feel like I didn't believe in them or some shit. And, like, I don't know. I just. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a like a, you know? a strain like a social friend strain you know like oh I don't want to hurt your feelings but like you've been acting kind of off you know and I just mm-hmm. I don't know but I think that um my day has been it has been a good day I got to lay out today I um started school this week so I got a lot of homework done um, let's fucking go hell yeah I did a little bit of work honestly low-key I'm thinking about dropping these summer classes and just starting in the fall yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Because, like, why? Why am I cramming this into four weeks when there's no... I've been waiting on college for seven years. You got all day. Like, what's another three months? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit, not even, like, two months and a half or something. Seriously, when does college start? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I missed the fucking deadline. I don't know. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, tell me why. I signed up for MSU, right? Mm-hmm. Twice. Um... Maybe three times. I don't know. But I got my associates from Vernon. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't done shit with that really, but um, 
another story for another time. <laughs> That's right. That's another pod right there. <laughs> so uh, I signed up, and man, I was like, he was like, you want to try for what? What comes first, spring then fall semester? Yeah. Yes. So I signed up, signed up for spring. He's like, I don't know if you'll be able to do it. Uh, we have to do fall. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't care. You know, whatever. I just want to get back in. Uh-huh. And then he's like, all right. And then all of it gets done or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, I got you in for spring. And I was like, what the fuck? Because it was like a week after, like a few days after the semester already started. Oh, my God. And then my dumbass, I applied for financial aid. And I didn't think about it, how it's weird with the semester. So I applied for 2022 financial aid. And it was for 21, end of 21 financial aid. So I was like, yeah, I'm not paying for that shit out of pocket. So then I nope. had to call like 20 people. But... I think it's pretty fucking crazy how hard it is to get any information ever. Like I, I literally, (laughs) I had to talk to every Tom, Dick and fucking Harry to get signed up for two classes. Like it was insane. (laughs) And I don't understand how people coming fresh out of high school do this shit. Like, or even in high school. Right. I don't get it. I don't understand. They be gatekeeping classes and shit. Like they don't want you to go. I think that's the T, Jake. Man, that's they a don't want you to go. They don't. They don't want you. They don't want to see you winning. They don't want to see you winning. Mm-mm. They want you to remain in lower uh, to upper middle class, so everybody else can get paid except for you. That's right. They that's want the one percent to keep one percenting in the ninety nine to hold it up. And I ain't doing that shit. Mm-mm. I at least want to be like a one point five percent. You know, like not get crazy. Man, I'd be cool with 10% shit. Honestly, if I could get to 50, I feel like I'm <laughs> Yeah, 50. <laughs> hey, 50 in America is still pretty fucking good. Right. <laughs> That's top 50 percentile. Like, you could go in a room and you're doing better than half the people in there. Depends where <laughs> depends where you're at. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? Still. You can't go to, like, fucking Dubai. Dude, okay, random. I was watching the Real Housewives of Dubai. They have that shit? It just started. What? And it is absolutely crazy like a 500 square foot apartment is the same price as an estate in fucking georgia like why and everybody has staff there it was really wild it was really wild and i i don't know i kind of didn't like it they have staff yeah everybody not staff infection oh (laughs) i was like damn they'd be walking up (laughs) you think they'd have like because staff is like with metal and shit right or am I thinking of something else? Are no, you talking about staff infection? I think so, yeah. I'm talking about people that work in their houses. Oh, what's the difference? Um, things in your body, things outside of your body, you know. It's all organisms is what it comes down to, Kyla. I think you're 100% correct. Sometimes. No, it's all the time. Thank you. Most people don't see the, the vision, but it's there. Jake, I've always seen the vision. Always, since day one. Since day one, A1. I've seen the vision, even when I used to have to tell you to pay your car payment. <laughs> Dude, I would be done paying my car right now if I didn't fucking miss so many goddamn. Like, my <laughs> credit was so bad. I did ask went, since we're being honest. <laughs> I got my car one year after uh, high school. I uh, I was like, you know what? I need a 2016 fucking uh, Toyota Corolla. You graduated and- in 2016? Oh, uh, 15. Oh, my God. Okay. And uh, it should have been 14, but I started a year late. But that's that's for another story time. Uh, another pod. Another, another pod. pod. 
Uh, so pretty much me and this girl I was dating, we broke up and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna ball out. I need a new car. So I got me a new car. <laughs> and she was like, you think your hot chick is your new car? I said, fuck yes, I am. And she yes, said, I you're am. not him. I said, yes, I am. I am him. I am him. I am him. And he and is me. He is me. I am that guy. <laughs> and I just remember like in college and like my first years at Roadhouse, I was like, Man, three hundred bucks. I'll make that like in a shift or two. You know, that's that's yep. weekend money right there. Easy. That's nothing. That's nothing. And then everybody be like, "Hey, let's go out," and I'd be like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. I wouldn't set any alarms. Or, like now, I have a reminder. Everything is auto pay for me now, just because I forget everything. That's very responsible. I'm Thank very you. proud of you. That's just me being lazy, straight up. That's not even me being financially sound or anything. Take the compliment. Yes, thank you. I'm very responsible. Uh, the growth. I see the growth. Okay, I see. There's it. growth. It's somewhere, you know. Thank God. <laughs> About time, huh? <laughs> Man, they had us in the first half, Jake. I'm not gonna lie. God damn, third quarter too. <laughs> shit. Third quarter pressure. That shit was yeah. stressful. Hey, fourth quarter coming in strong though. Thank God. I can't believe it, dude. Like. Everything is so different. Even from the last time that I saw you, like, everything is so different. You had that sex change? Yeah, finally. Hell yeah. What's your Kyle now, huh? Kyle's, actually. Kyle's. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, my friend Jake inspired it. Hell yeah. I think. If you go, go, dude, I'll go chick straight up. No way. Swear, maybe. You won't. I'll keep the dick, but I'll go tits. (laughs) I'll I'll go upper. What is that when they go when they go top? I have something? no idea. I'm very uneducated in the world of body transformations. I feel like I should know more, just like out of respect for people. But I, I'm in the sauce, bro. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Yeah, because you can get top surgery and there's bottom surgery. Yup, I only know that because uh botched. Oh shit. Yep. Real That's shit, wild. Man. Mm-hmm. Don't know how. Okay. I know that. Can we talk about these questions, Jay? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. You're a I facilitator. Because ever since I've known you, I'll start talking about random shit, and you'll do it for a little bit, and you're like, hey, what are we talking about? And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, 313, they wanted the free app. And you're like, say that next time, dude. And I'm like, sorry. And you're like, well, the thing is, my cat. And I'm like, Jake. <laughs> first of all i can't believe there's a living being that you're responsible for keeping alive second of all you don't even have 313 what the fuck are you talking about i'm like man fucking one of these tables needs a fucking free appetizer i'll tell you that oh my god oh my god okay can i do this can you still hear me is it yes. still working okay amazing okay here we go the first question that you sent me is is the name of your podcast, a play of Girls Gone Wild. Here's the deal. Yes. The answer is yes and no. I didn't think of it at the time. At the not well, as soon as it came out, I was like, "Huh, people are gonna think it's about sex." And then I was like, "Well, sex sells, baby." That's true. Sex does sell, baby. Sex sells, and I mean, if that's gonna get them intrigued enough to click and listen, then I can just enrapture them with my hilarious words, and then mm-hmm. they'll be hooked. Genius. It's called marketing, I, Jake. Look it up. I did. It says Kyla Green. Is that? Yep, that's me. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Some about girl, girls going wild, playing on <laughs> sober, or something. I don't know. There's a whole like <laughs> thing about it. I didn't change mine to like OnlyFans free or something like that. Dude, 
I got your sticker in the mail, which is beautifully printed. Thank you very much. You're very um, Thank you. With your koozie. And I um, opened the koozie in front of my house manager, and she was like, why the fuck did someone send you a koozie? And I was like, bro, relax. It's for my Topo Chico. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. And then she turned it around. Please no. I live in fucking sober living, okay? And then she turned it around. <laughs> And it said, I'm not drunk yet. It's just a process. And I was like, God damn it, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an enabler. Oh, my God. It's okay. You can try to enable me all day and do that shit. <laughs> That's what real it. friends are for. They test your fucking limits. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to um, note that I have not used it to drink anything other than Topo Chico. But speaking of Topo Chico, since yes. we're going to be random on this podcast, there's mm-hmm. a fucking national shortage of Topo Chico. And I am pissed. What's going on? Well, first of all, Coca-Cola <laughs> bought Topo Chico, uh-huh. which is bullshit, and I hate it. We don't need a, like, ugh, how annoying. Anyways, um, <laughs> they bought it, and then there's, like, products, I guess. I don't know if glass is what it is or what they don't have, but there's a shortage on what they need to make it. And I'm like, what the fuck is short about water, carbonation, and lime? That's all you fucking need, dude. That's all you fucking need. Put that bitch that's in what plastic. it says. We that's what it says on the label. So what are you lying about, Coca-Cola? They're fucking regulating it. They're man, they're gonna upcharge that shit now. I bet it's gonna go up. That's so expensive. I hate it. And I just I just wish that I wasn't this this way, you know? Like I wish that I didn't run on Topo Chico. That shit's fire though. I like it with real line though. I think it's bread's better. So, bread's so good. Man, that shit is I didn't like it the first time. It tasted like fuzzy to me. Like that's felt the point, like, bro. Like I had a like a like a fork, and I was just rubbing it on my teeth. And then afterwards, whenever I did rub the fork on my teeth, I was like, "This is not the same." And then I right. tried Chico again, and pretty good. And it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Very well, thank different. Thank God. I'm, I'm good. really grateful for that. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> so you talked about it a little bit. So your how's the situation? Like your living situation? How does that work? Okay, so I live in sober living. Mm -hmm. So you know the story. I was in the psych ward in Dallas, Mm -hmm. and going back to Wichita Falls was not an option. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, Because I would have been off the shits all over again. So I was recommended to go to a sober living house, and um, from staff at the hospital or the yeah, from like the therapist at the hospital. They recommended it, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And so, essentially, it is a communal living environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and in most regular sober livings, like, you pay a certain amount, and you just live there, and they drug test you, and you have, like, chores, and there's rules and whatever. But in the sober living that I'm in, there is um, – it's, like, next level. First of all, nutrition. fancy. It's very yeah. fancy. We have like a nutritionist that comes in and talks to us about food. Um, I have you have to have a sponsor. You have to work in the twelve steps. You have to meet with your sponsor every week. You have to talk to your sponsor every day. They do like sponsor checks and everything. Um, and we have chores. We have this thing called passion work. So like we learn about what we're most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, we do yoga in house. Like it's real fucking nice. Damn. <laughs> That's some Beverly Hills, like, fucking rehab. It's real nice. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of rules, and it definitely is a bitch. But at the end of the day, I'm willing to do anything to stay sober. So if I have to be a 16-year-old, 
that gets grounded for doing shit I'm not supposed to do, like talk to my ex-boyfriend, then it is what it is. <laughs> hey, as long as it helps you, that's all that matters. Exactly. And it's fucking temporary. Like, I'm not going to be here for the rest of my life. And I also feel like I'm kind of redoing my childhood because I was bad as fuck. As fuck. And so going back into a place where, like, I'm not the HBIC and I have to follow somebody else's rules has been very humbling. And it also is teaching me, like, everything isn't that big of a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Because some of the girls in this house will freak the fuck out about the smallest shit. And I'm like, y'all, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) I would not to, like, capitalize or what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even can't think of the word. Uh, like a, a real, like a real, uh, what am I trying to say? You know, like reality TV, like yeah. something like that would be cool as fuck. Just like an inside look. Yeah. We talk about that. And I was like, bro, if we had some cameras in this bitch, because honestly it's, it's pretty wild. Like dealing with people who are addicts, like mm-hmm. and alcohol, like it's just, it's fucking nuts. And also it's so crazy just to be in a room of people that get it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I have some crazy ass thoughts. The other day, I was like, holy shit, maybe I'm not an alcoholic. And then I was like, wait a minute, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, bitch. Time out. Why do you think that? And I was like, well, you know, I haven't drank in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, but what's going to happen if I do drink? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to the fucking psych ward because this is a progressive disease and it never ends well. God damn. It's crazy. So Can... it's really awesome. It's really fucking hard. We get up at like 5 a.m. every day and we meditate. And then we go to a 7 a.m. AA meeting every single day. Like it's definitely taught me a lot of structure because I was not living a structured life. I worked at night and I was up all fucking night and then I would mm-hmm. sleep or not sleep at all and then be up all night again. So I feel like I'm learning how to be an adult here, which is cool, but is also hard because I don't want to be grown at all. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate it for what it's for. And it's also teaching me, like, everybody has their own fucking journey. Everybody. And I don't get to not focus on my journey because I want to fix yours. Damn. That's some deep shit. Thank you. I'm a deep-ass bitch. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you ever tell, like, like uh, what someone's, like, addicted to? I know that sounds like a dumb question, but can you no, ever, like... Not. Are there ever like like signs, you know? Because like certain things, like if like uh, like if someone's in a gang, they would know if someone else is in a certain gang or they're yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, and no. So like, there are obviously like side effects to doing certain drugs. Like if you're on an upper, you're probably moving a mile a fucking minute, talking fast, <laughs> sweating all the time. And if you're on a downer, you probably talk like a fucking sloth and like are not in a rush to do anything and that's kind mm-hmm. of the basic shit and it's just like you, you are a server like when people are drunk you can tell they're drunk <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but i feel like those are really the only three categories you can break it up in because mm-hmm. i mean even with me <laughs> i got a new psychiatrist because my old psychiatrist was like touching my body and i did not like it like he would come in and like put his hand on my shoulder and low-key, like, touch the upper part of my titty, and I'd be like, dog, please don't touch me. <laughs> what the fuck? Was it a white please dude? Don't touch me. Of course it was, Jake. Motherfucker. Of course it was. And we he would, like, rub my back. Down. And I was like, bro, what is happening? I do not like this. So I went to a new psychiatrist, and I was like, yeah, I'm in recovery. And they were like, okay, what were you on? And I was like, well, there's a list. <laughs> 
And it's so cringy to me because I'll say like, oh yeah, I was on, I did Adderall. And they'll be like, oh, okay. And then move on. I'm like, oh no, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. No, no, honey. Gotta, that's, that's not it. That's not I it. I gotta scroll. Um, but yeah, you have that question here. What was my advice? Well, in this program, we call it your drug of choice. And fun fact, if you did not know this, alcohol is a drug and it is branded and created to be addictive so that you spend more money on it. Not the fucking point, but Mm. drugs of choice were alcohol. Um, I was never one glass of wine bitch. I was at least a one bottle every time. Um, I also really loved cocaine. We've all been there. Yep, we've all had our moment. Which um, saw, all of which saw has done coke at least once. At least twice. Let's <laughs> once a nostril. <laughs> and then twice on the gummies. Like, right. you know. Yeah, you gotta rub it in see if it's good. Yep, and then <laughs> um, I was on Adderall. I had done Molly. I did ecstasy, um, acid. I smoked weed every fucking day. Like, I just, I was off the shits, bro. But my favorite drug... My drug of absolute choice <clears throat> was shrooms. I loved a hallucinogenic. No way. Yeah, I tried that once. It was it was a trip. It was it was an adventure and I absolutely loved it. I don't really know why. I think I just I liked I don't know. I don't know. I was very entertained. But um my drug it's that of third eye choice, supposedly yeah, that's crazy. Like I've never cried like I cry on shrooms and I had no feelings. My feelings were shut off like in Vampire Diaries because I was on all these drugs all the time. Um, so I would do shrooms and be like, oh my God, I finally can release all these emotions. And all then serotonin I, going up. It was wild. Um, and, but I don't know. My drug of no choice was definitely Adderall and cocaine. Both. If both it was there, I was doing it. Keep, keeping you going, you know? I mean, Jake, you know me. I was always running. Yeah, you were. I'm like, hey, Kyle, slow down. <laughs> That's not a fucking mission. It was ridiculous. Um, so not... I didn't understand this question. Do they sponsor jobs? What does that mean? Oh, so do they, like, uh, I guess, like, allocate jobs for you guys? Like, is there a list or is there anything, like, is there jobs inside of, like, the, the house that people do? Like, no. So, like, there's a, someone who lives here who's the house manager and she's mm-hmm. in charge of, like, making sure that we're fucking sober and like the house is clean and um she's like our she's my emergency contact i don't know she's she's amazing but um what's her name shout her out her name is ashley shout out ashley got two years yesterday and i'm so proud of her i love you um but there are no jobs in the house we're clients they do um we do have to do at least 10 hours of service work a week if you don't have a job it's 20 hours of service work they also recommend doing like iop and php do you know what those are i do have no idea Okay, I didn't either. So um, whenever you go into inpatient treatment, which is either like the psych ward or rehab, afterward they do um, – shit, what does PHP stand for? Uh, post. Post-hospitalization something. I don't know. The point is IOP means intensive outpatient. So it's like you're still getting all the help that you would be getting in treatment, but you go there every day and like you sit in a room and basically do group therapy for four hours. Um, And then you learn about things like guilt and fear and like what is love and what is codependency and what is 
alcoholism actually looked like. And I had no idea that alcoholism was a disease. Like when I first read um, Alcoholics Anonymous, the book, Mm -hmm. The first thing that you read is called the doctor's opinion. And in the doctor's opinion, they explain that alcoholics have an allergy to mind altering substances. I literally molecularly metabolize things that make me feel different, differently than people that are normies, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And the way that that kind of shows up is um, like when I have emotions that it's like, I don't have any, I don't have any coping skills. So like I have something um, that is something happens. I have a thought about it. This is like regular CBT. Something happens. I have a thought about it. Um, and then I have a feeling and then I don't deal with that feeling. Instead, I push it down by doing drugs, getting fucked up. Like compart- compartmentalizing? Yes. But instead of like putting it in a compartment, I put it in a suitcase and ship that shit to China. <laughs> like, God it, damn. It does not exist to me. <laughs> um, also, but, PHP, partial hospitalization program. Yes. Thank you. So you You're do welcome. partial hospitalization first, and then you do IOP. So that's kind of like a job. Like, when I first got here, um, my job was me and my recovery. So I'd be in fucking therapy all day long. God damn. All day long. And I was like, I literally hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally hate this. But it was probably the best thing I could have ever done for myself because I seriously learned so much. I remember the first time I went to PHP – <laughs> I sat down and I like gave my life spiel and my counselor looked at me and there was another girl in there and it was just us that day. And she was like, and I was like, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> God, after you unloaded all this on her. And she was like, whenever you're ready to take that mask off, let me know. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> damn. God damn. They're tenured. Me. That shit was crazy. And so. I don't know. I learned a lot. I learned a lot there. Um, but they don't sponsor jobs, but we do have like responsibilities that we have to attend to. But this is mm-hmm. the type of place where, you know, you can choose to not work living here. If you can afford that, like that's a choice that you have. And then your life is completely recovery. Damn. If you can afford it. So that's pretty fucking cool. I kind of like the, I think I would prefer the working, though, so that way you get, like, a breakaway, and it's not really just, like, you know, it's not, like, I feel like when you put way too much into something, then it gets a little, you know? Overwhelming, yeah. Overwhelming, and then... And, like, kind of watered down. Thing. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. your daily life, so it's not like, oh, I have this and this. It's just like, oh, this is it. It's yeah. like, what else, you know? So. I definitely learned how to, like, have hobbies and, like, get a fucking life. When I got sober, I thought I was never going to have fun again. I literally turned 25 and four days lo- four days later I got sober and I was like my life is over <laughs> you have more fun now do you think yes Easily. which is so crazy to me but I think it's because like I'm actually like no coherent no for real I'm actually coherent and I'm funnier sober and I realized like I thought that I was having a good time fucked up but I wasn't having a good time. I was just convincing myself I was having a good time. But in reality, the whole time I was worried about what everybody was thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Not having a good time. Nice. And I also learned by getting sober that I don't even like, like, and you know me, I was not a go out to the bar bitch. Seeing me at the bar, it was a special occasion. I, I never got, really. I went home and I got fucked up in my house. Damn, that's, that's what's like a, like a large, I, this is just fucking, I'm not like a stats guy, but I, I think I read somewhere like a large amount of alcoholics who like 
it's not even that they go out socially. It's just like they'll go home, like from work, and just start fucking drinking, or after the yeah. bar, start drinking. Not for anything, not for fun, not for anything. Yeah. Just like it's man, a habit. It's a habit. They decompress with it. Yep. Like happy, sad, mad, whatever. It's a coping whatever. skill. It's a. Yeah. It is a coping skill, and instead of like facing their problems, and I've been guilty of it as well. I'm just like fuck it. I'm gonna go get fucked up and try to forget. Yep. And then it always bites you in the ass. At and least in my experience. Worse. No, for sure. That's me as well. It's bad. But I don't know. I think that like being sober, I have more fun because I don't feel like I have secrets anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel freer. I feel like I can really do whatever the fuck I want to do. And it's really empowering. And I also am learning how to like, have a good time not doing anything. Just being in the moment. Just being in the moment. And also being by myself. I could never be alone. If I was alone, I had to be super fucking high so I'd go to sleep. Damn. Like, I could never be alone, ever. And now, I'm like, please. Please Can do I not be alone. Please, <laughs> please do not call. I'm so excited to get an apartment because no one's allowed to come over. Leave me the Man, alone. <laughs> anytime I'm about to text you, all I see is do not disturb. I'm like, damn. nobody. I love it. Know. But you know me, I'm going to hit the notify anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I expect <laughs> you to. <laughs> As I should. As you should, as you should. And anybody that's close to me knows, like, just send that shit. Send it anyway. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, I'm not going to see it. That's true. I do. Go ahead. No, that's it. I'm not going to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Not to backpedal, but uh, I have seen a lot. Like, you you were talking about, like, your therapist, like, making moves at you and stuff. Yeah. You, I feel like that happens a lot when people are like in that in that power position because at the end of the day they have to say to like write off like oh they are rehabilitated or like yes they're passing or you know what I mean just whenever yeah. they have that higher position do you think that happens a lot and in- so yeah that was my psychiatrist and you know what mm-hmm. I think that oh god this is about to get deep Jake are you ready um, Fuck. I yes. think that alcoholism and drug addiction has such a big stigma around it that um, it's not really taken from the angle of it's a disease. You know what I'm saying? Like the Mm. American Medical Association has deemed it a fucking disease. And um, it's it's like if I have a heart problem, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to a heart doctor and I'm going to take heart medicine. Mm -hmm. I have a mental illness. So I have to clean my fucking brain out and dig up all my secrets and look at all my shit. And I think that if you're in a facility like a rehab or a sober living and they don't take recovery seriously, um, then you're playing with your fucking life. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like it is a habit to drink and to use to cover your feelings. Right. And if Mm -hmm. I continue to follow that habit, eventually I got to a place where I wasn't getting fucked up anymore. So I would do more and more and more and be like, why the fuck am I still sad? And at that point, like, did you know statistics, my psychiatrist, my new one taught me this. Mm -hmm. um, Between the ages of 18 and 28, the biggest killer of people within that age range is a heart attack induced by drugs. No shit. Deadass. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That's so young. And the one behind it is drinking and driving. Which most people who are doing drugs are drinking anyways. Yeah, I was, I mean, I, 
I literally used to say I was a better driver's fucked up like it's sad um but do i think that there are men in the medical field that take advantage of women duh <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and i think it's sad and i think they need to be fucking exposed and did i write a strongly strongly worded letter to the better business bureau you're goddamn right i did and i'd do it again do you know his name do you remember his name dr ralph cox dr ralph cox where's this base out of in Dallas. So if anyone listening, so, you know. Don't go there. Don't go there. And if you want to write a letter, then, you know what I'm saying? The more the merrier. Would not recommend. Zero out of ten stars. Yeah, it was bad. They were, like, trying to put me on meds for stuff that I didn't have. Like They'll just prescribe you anything, I feel like. Bro. A lot of times, they'll just be like, oh, uh, this should be fine. Like, they'll just uh, fucking, what's that word? Whenever they, like a, like a blanket. Yep. Like a Band-Aid. Yep. Band-Aid solution. Oh, you're feeling sad? Take some antidepressants. And make sure you take them right or you're going to fuck your brain up. Like, nobody told me. <laughs> and then people and you know become what's... addicted to it. Yes, bro. It's so crazy. Like, the fact that Adderall is something that is prescribed blows. The fact that Xanax is prescribed is insane to me. Like, I don't understand how people walk around on Xanax. That shit, I mean, but also, you know... Everybody's an alcoholic and an addict, but like, I just, I, I can't wrap my brain around it. And, um, there was something that I was going to fucking tell you, Jake, what was it? You love me and I love you. I love you so much, Jacoby. I love you, Kyla. Little nugget. <laughs> um, yep, it's gone. <laughs> um, is it about people going for one thing and then becoming addicted to another? Maybe. That's the thing. That's a big thing. A lot of people just get fucking hurt, and then bam, like painkillers, band-aid yep. it. That was the first drug I did. I took I think, when I was fourteen. Yeah, I think I did when I was pretty young. I remember uh, I did them by accident, though, kind of. <laughs> so my mom, she, uh, I can't remember what she had an injury or something, but she had some. And I remember one day, I can't remember. Oh, man, I have a really bad memory when I was younger. Probably because I was just so dumb. But either. <laughs> She was like, take half of this to make you feel better because I got hurt. Or I found them and I took one or half of it or something. And then before I knew it, anytime like my head hurt, I was like, man, I feel weird or ever. I would just take one. And then I'd be like, man, I feel fucking good. And then one day I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I researched it and I did all that. I was yeah. young. I was probably like 14, 15. And I was like, I got to stop. And then. But yeah, that was all she wrote. Yeah, and she asked me like, "Why are pill bottles so low?" And I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, like, I don't know. Mom. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I gotta, I gotta stop. I'm not gonna pay for this shit." Right. I think I would be more of it. I don't really use or anything. I, I'll drink sometimes. Really, I've been drinking much, but I think I would definitely be more like, uh, closer to the line of addict if I wasn't so fucking cheap. Like, if shit was free, then <laughs> I still could see it. But I'm just so fucking cheap. I'm like, man, that's like two hours worth of work right there. Fuck that. <laughs> That's like three or four fucking uh, box combos at Cane's. Like, I'm good, hey, dude. You used to go to the bar instead of paying your car payment. I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> hey, I'm doing better now is all I'm saying. That's the more of the story. It's the growth for me. It's the fucking growth. Dude, I had a line in my budget for drugs. I thought no I was so responsible. That's fine. That's, I mean, as far as someone who uses drugs that's actually semi-responsible... It, we're not condoning this behavior. 
But <laughs> that is semi-responsible instead of being like, man, whatever I spend this month, that's what I'm going to spend, you know? <laughs> you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. I never fucking followed it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you had the guideline. I tried. It didn't work. Shocking. I know. <laughs> fucking fuck. Okay, the next question on here is, with sobriety consultation, how do you fight this? And is there a group accountability system? Okay, so um, if you do the program that I did, there mm-hmm. are some promises that are made. Um, one of them is that I will recover from a hopeless state of mind and body. And with that to me means that whenever shit hits the fucking fan, I don't want to get fucked up anymore. And I also know that this is a progressive disease. So if I ended up in the psych ward last time, I'm going to end up dead if I start doing drugs and drinking again. Because I can't stop. This is called the 12-step program? Is there a name for it, right? Or... Alcoholics Anonymous, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A-A. Which is so crazy. Like, I never thought I'd be here. But I'm so grateful that shit saved my life. Hey, A-A. I went on accident. I do a lot of things by accident. Um, I, uh, I was hanging out with my friend and his dad, it was crazy because right before we were at the lake and his dad was getting drunk and then he's like, all right, I got to go to the meeting. And my dad, my buddy's like, all right, let's go with him. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And we hop in his truck and we go to AA meeting. I'm like, this guy's fucked up. Why are we here? You'd be surprised. And then, yeah, dude. And then afterwards, like, man, they're all a bunch of pussies in there talking about their feelings or whatever. I'm like, dude, what? Like, like, bro, you need to be there. (laughs) I'm like, I think you should speak up next time, dude. Maybe just like share where you're at. I don't know. Yeah. Anything. And you know, the best thing about AA to me is like, it is a very inclusive environment. And the only requirement to be a member is a desire not to drink. It doesn't mean... You know, like, obviously, I wouldn't recommend going and fucking hammered, but it is a safe place to go if you don't know where to go. There's somebody that is going to fucking love you when you walk through that door, no matter what. It's all walks of life, too, huh? Like, you'll see fucking everything there. Yes. Whenever I whenever I was diagnosed with these usage disorders, and it's funny because I moved into this house thinking I had a drug problem. I did not think I was an alcoholic. I thought I was a drug addict. And I thought that alcoholics lived under bridges and drug addicts lived under bridges and the reality is everyday everybody people. everybody every day is probably talking to someone right now that is an alcoholic jesus and that a mind trip isn't that fucking nuts i uh i saw this thing and i i, I was like i'm not trying to give free cloud or anything but if you were you know on the on the youtube Soft white underbelly. He uh, interviews a bunch of people and stuff, and like whatever. But he has this one, and it's this guy, and he's a functioning uh, heroin addict. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, he's like, yeah, I just do enough to get me high, and I go and I work my job, and I take care of my kids and my wife and stuff. But like, you think heroin addict? Oh, like he's strung out, this and that. Like that, it could be a regular guy, you know? I mean, dude, I Jake, you know me, bro. I, I know you. I know you well. I've known You've you known for, me like, for a long time. And six like, years? I literally put my own roof over my head. I paid my own fucking bills. I was in charge of other human beings. Bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been that bitch, and I was still fucked up. Like, you never fucking know what people are going through. You never know. You never know. And the thing is, I didn't want you to know, so you weren't going to find out. Yeah, no. At all. And that's just, 
it's just really crazy to me because like I was so judgmental and I was so close-minded and I had no idea and um I'm really grateful that I can have a different perspective now because like you just it's really taught me to be grateful and to be fucking humble because you never know what somebody is going through and I hate when people look at me and make a judgment and I was doing that shit all day long what what would you tell yourself if you could go back like a few years um (laughs) (laughs) how how much shit would you talk to yourself you know I love baby Kyla I think Mm -hmm. that I think that I have done the best that I could with the information that I had my whole life and I honestly I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be in like I wouldn't be where I am right now in this moment talking to you if I'd made any fucking changes at all Mm -hmm. so I don't know that I would give myself any advice that would be like life-changing other than save your goddamn money (laughs) (laughs) save your money and also I don't know don't do drugs like <laughs> but that's like the worst advice you'd give somebody that's an alcoholic or an addict because if you tell me not to do something I'm gonna fucking do it yeah you got you to know? I don't know I also think I would probably say like don't move in with your boyfriend that's not your boyfriend when you've only known this man for less than six months um don't um dedicate your life to your job <laughs> mm-hmm. don't make it a personality like, just like just like be a person yeah. figure out who you are learn what you like live what actually makes you happy <laughs> live <laughs> <laughs> that's it live just just please live friend like yeah <laughs> i just i went so hard trying to be like the picture perfect grown-up that i had when i walked through these doors i had no idea who i was or what i wanted or what i deserved and now i know that I am that bitch mm. and I'm a great fucking person and I'm kind and I'm loving and I also have an anger problem. So although I'm working on it, try Jesus and not me. That's right. You know, how was the <laughs> internal fight whenever you're going from one to another, from ever like you're transitioning from being an addict to, you know, like being. being who sober. You yes. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to be an addict for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. It's not an active addiction. And I think that the biggest, I just, I am so fucking stubborn and I'm so hard headed. And I would have, I almost fucking did. I would have died before I would have admitted that I wasn't strong enough to just quit. I thought that I was like a fucking pussy because I couldn't not do it. And um, I really think that the biggest thing for me was my mom, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but like my mom literally saved my life because I was just in such a dark place. I, my last run, my last hoorah, if you will, I had been awake for like seven fucking days. I was on hella drugs. I ended up in the hospital because I low-key overdosed. Like it was a shit show. Mm. And I still manipulated my way out of going to the psych ward and getting more help because I convinced myself I was fine because the doctor said I wasn't dying. And the reality was I was not okay. And I literally did not want to live anymore. And I think that the biggest factor to me getting sober and becoming the person that I am today was the gift of desperation. I was desperate. I was either going to be dead or I was going to figure something else the fuck out and get sober. There was no in between. 
And I think that that gift of desperation has forced me to sit the fuck down mm. and learn about myself and figure out what I can do to become the person that I know I'm meant to be instead of hiding behind all these drugs because I'm ashamed of who I am. Know what I'm saying? Man, that, that's a lot of <laughs> shit. I'm trying to compute that in. That's fucking... Run it back. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Let's do it again, god damn it. Yeah, no. For real. <laughs> All right. It's <That's> crazy. <laughs> damn. That is, that is a good, damn. like... That's, that's like a good epiphany to have, though, you know? Like, that's like that moment where you're like, I'm fucking up. Like, how do I not fuck up? Like, how do I... I'm either going to fuck up and everything's just going to go down the fucking shithole or... Yep. It's up from here. Yeah. And I also learned, like, I was putting everything into... I was getting everything that I needed, like, my worth and shit like that externally. Mm-hmm. Everything through external. Um, Through people. Like, I lived off of the approval of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of self-worth based in the relationship that I was in for a long time. I felt like if he could love me, then maybe I could love myself. But that just was not real you know mm-hmm. um i like my identity was my job and i thought that if i lost all of these things that i wasn't a person anymore so i really think that learning how to get that shit from within is teaching me a lot because humans are fucking fallible and a job yeah. is just a job shit changes you gotta love yourself, dog. Yeah. Don't ask me because I'm still learning. <laughs> I, have I, no feel idea. Like, I feel like once you learn how to draw energy from yourself, it's a lot easier than, you know, always like trying to put energy out and people feeding off of that. And then you just empty at the end of the day. Yeah, for real. I learned recently that I'm an introvert. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'm an introvert sometimes too. I had no idea. I thought like this persona that I have that's like outgoing and like, life of the fucking party like yes I do like to be engaged with other people and I do like to um be extroverted and like you know what's the word I'm looking for outgoing I do Mm -hmm. have that it's a part of my personality but that's not who I am who I am is a person who likes to sit the fuck down and read books and go for walks and be by my goddamn self and like hang out with dogs you know I don't need other people to be okay anymore and that's kind of scary that's wild to get that, like, man. I don't know. sitting here, like, deer in the headlights because the shit that's coming out of my mouth, like, I didn't even know that I knew this. <laughs> no, that's crazy because that's how, like, I feel sometimes. Because, like, I remember when I was younger, like, I just was always like, I got to do this. Only people like me. I had to act like this. I got to, like, be, like, you know, funny or people aren't going to like me. And then, yep. like, after a while. And then I still get it sometimes. I'm like, fuck, people are expecting me to be funny. I need to be funny, but then sometimes you're like, man, I'm kind of sad today. And people are like, what's wrong? Why are you blah, 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 blah. And it's just so much easier to be like, oh, I'm just, you know, blah, blah. And then you have to pretend to, you know. Yeah, and I've learned that, like, pretending like that is lying. Yeah. I, I was literally lying. I was being dishonest. Because if I'm being dishonest with you, then I can be de- dishonest with me and then I'm fine. Do you know what it stands for? This is a... Uh, fun phrase I learned from my therapist. What is it? Fine is fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Damn. Yeah, I was like, bitch, fuck you. 
<laughs> that shit hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, what the? F- it's eight a.m., Deborah. Why are you telling me that shit? It's like, damn, girl, it's already been a day. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shitting on me? Fuck. Fuck around, change my life. I love that bitch. Okay, let's see. How have your relationships changed with your people? Are they have they remained the same or completely different? You know, um, I have a lot less of them. Mm-hmm. And That's quality, less quantity. Would you say? I have a lot less relationships in my life. I have a lot more acquaintances in my life and I appreciate the people that I know. And I know that um, it's great to know people, but I think as far as actual close, genuine relationships in my life, my list is not very long, but the quality has highly improved. And I've learned that the biggest part of my relationship growth with other people is the relationship that I have with myself. I love myself enough to let go of people at the first fucking sign of toxicity. If you are not, if you feel comfortable being dishonest, if you feel comfortable being a fucking snake, if you feel comfortable talking shit about people to me, I don't want that energy. Mm. I don't want that. And so my most important relationships that have grown are my family. I dip the fuck out. (laughs) I dipped smooth out and I did not have a close relationship with my family. And like, I talk to my mom and dad every day. I'm talking to Stevie all the time. I talk to my older brother more. Um, One of my best friends is my cousin. Like I still talk to Cy every single day. And I feel like the people that truly loved me from the beginning are the people that still truly love me now. I will tell you, I'm having a hard time building new relationships because I'm scared. If yeah. scared for what reason? Like you're scared, like they're I'm gonna be honest, and like you're not gonna know. But like, you know what I mean? I'm like, more scared that I'm gonna fall back into the patterns that I had with people in the past of like enabling them and people pleasing and not being honest about how I really feel or like. Okay. You know, and so I feel like I'm trying to work on the genuineness. I don't think that's a word, but genuinity, genuinity. That's not Gen- a word. Yeah, no, no, I think genuinity the genuinity of the relationships that I currently have with the friends that I currently have, like the women in this house, I fucking love these bitches. I love them so much. And I'm learning that it's okay not to have a host of friends. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a lot of birthdays to keep up with anyway, you know? Yeah. Fuck that. Too much. It's too much, but also you're, so it's like kind of a rule situation that you're not supposed to date your first year of sobriety, um, or have sex. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I didn't follow that rule. (laughs) If you know, you know, if you know, you know, and I do know, and I've decided to go a year from then because it was not fucking worth it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is there is there ever dating like in the house like is it no, all we're not allowed to date. damn like you know i'm like low-key though you know what i mean no damn in a house full of bitches everybody knows everything <laughs> <laughs> nope no secrets it's all women yep ah mm-hmm. you think there's got to be co-ed i would assume no yeah there's co-ed places i think i'm not sure but most places are usually separated by sex that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. I should put that yeah. in the question. Hmm. It's kind of crazy. Like, there's a whole world out there, and I had no idea. There's so much. There's so much to see and so much to do. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay, next question. I'm ready. Hit me. Okay. Was it hard for you to say, I am not complete and I am unhappy with my lifestyle? I need to change. Um, no, because I had no other option. That's fair. Yeah. I had to, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Life or death, huh? Like it, it's it's real <laughs> shit, man. Fuck. That is real shit. I remember when I told you, I was like, yeah, I tried to kill myself. And you were like, what? <laughs> Dude, that just fucking threw me off. I was like, hey, good to see you. And you're like, you said that. And I was like, I process? Okay, okay. Okay, now tell me more. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And I really didn't even think about how selfish that would have been. Like, I truly convinced myself that nobody gave a fuck about me. So if I died, it wouldn't have affected anybody. Fuck no, I would have been sad as fuck. I would have fucking used the Ouija board and summoned your ass and fucking talk. I would have fucked, man, I would have chewed your ass out. <laughs> I would have I would have found a way. I, I'd I'd find the bird you reincarnated in or something. <laughs> and I would, Kyla Green, if fucking, you ever, man, you ever come close to some bullshit like that again, you text me so I can call you and just talk shit to you in a good way. I feel like it'll help me. The other day we were texting. <laughs> the other day we were texting. <laughs> And Jake said, cut your shit together. And I was like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we do. This that's our friends. Before, you know. <laughs> this is our friends. Because, <laughs> like, man, if you just can't be truthful with someone, like, what's the point? What is the point? There is none. There is fucking none. 86 it. 86 that shit, dude. I say yeah. heard way too much. Everybody in my house has heard now, though. It's pretty fun. Dude, it's so fucking, like. It e- won't go away. It won't. It's a part of life. It is. I said to some dude, and he's like, huh? And I was like, I heard you. He's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, it's catchy. Can't get rid of that shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, the biggest reason to keep me in check. Yeah. Um, let's see. Honestly, look at life. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt this free, and um, I've never felt loved like this. And I know, like, not to get all Jesus on y'all, but I do know that I have a higher power that loves me. And um, it feels good to know that exactly the way that I am, exactly in this moment, I'm enough. And um, that keeps me going. And also, I don't want to disappoint my mom. (laughs) Yeah, it's the biggest fucking I feel like that's all life boils down to. Like, man, I really just don't want mom to be disappointed in me. My mom's just going to be really upset about this. <laughs> and you don't want to be like the one kid whenever some, one of your mom's friends asks someone's like, how are the kids? She's like, oh, mom was good, mom, mom. And they're like, what about mom? I'm like, oh, well, you know, they're trying. Which is, <laughs> which is better than, you know, oh, you know, they're a piece of shit. But trying is just better. Back than on her bullshit. Like... Yeah, yeah. Fuck. They're like, oh, you know. Fucking little Jamie over there, fucking fucking up again. At it again, yeah. No. You know the bullshit. No good. How has my life changed? I know your location and headspace for sure. I think my life has changed most by being able to understand that I'm only 25, and just because, like, one, I'm only 25, and two, it's okay for chapters to close. I thought I was gonna live in Wichita Falls for the rest of my life and become an owner of a Texas warehouse. Dude, it was in the fucking works. And then I was like, do I even want to do this? 
no. <laughs> I don't how, even want to be here. How much did it stress you out? That job? Yes. All of the jobs that I had at Texas House were very stressful. Every single one. But the most stressful part about them was how much I cared about everybody thought about me. And it's hard not to, especially like as a server, like in mm-hmm. the inner relations of people, like not to, because that's what it's based on. Your performance is based on how people like fuck with you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I also feel like I felt so accomplished in Wichita Falls. Like I had a house, you know? And like mm-hmm. I was flying around the fucking united states of america on planes with somebody's fucking corporate annex you know like it had my name on it you know i really felt like that bitch and now i'm like looking for an apartment (laughs) (laughs) they're really expensive and i don't make money like that anymore (laughs) and so it's just been very humbling honestly and um it feels good to know like the only person that i have to take care of is me it's wild that is cool, though, to get that, that like, isolation and that, like, uh, like that shock value. Yeah, it's, like, fulfillment, too. And you know what's so crazy? I was talking to my mom, and um, every woman in my mom's lineage up to as far as I can go back, which is, like, my great-grandma's mom, they all had a kid and were with a man that they didn't stay with by 19. No shit. And I'm the first one in my mom's whole fucking lineage that gets to go out in the world and learn about and learn how to love myself and then learn how to love and have a family. You know, like, I'm really excited that I get to have those experiences with myself. You're breaking the cycle. I'm break. I'm literally breaking the fucking cycle, Jake. Yeah, dude, for them. Doing it for the ancestors. That's right. I love them. We love them. So was the process cold turkey or in moderation than weaning off? It was definitely cold turkey because realistically, like, I never wasn't on drugs. Never. Like from waking up to going to bed? Yeah. Damn. And if I wasn't at work, I was drunk. There was no way to wean off of it because it was in my habits. It was like brushing your teeth or checking your phone? Yeah constant just all the time just always there it's just always there like i don't know it was really wild so um it's also not possible to wean (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true it's like not realistic it's not possible but um i'm glad that it isn't because i feel like i would have been able to convince myself that i would be fine and i wouldn't have been that you were like doing better and shit like that like oh i'm good now no you, so my sponsor told me this one time. She said, you never get well. Like, you never get, reco- like, cured from being an addict or an alcoholic, but you do get better. Man, that's nice. I do like that. Yeah. I, at first, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what well, you told me is bullshit. Like, come on, man. I feel like I should be good, right? She was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cool, 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 cool. Amazing. That's life, though. I mean, you'll never, like, be perfect. You'll never be great. Like, you're always just, you're always just getting better. Yep. Damn. So, that, so what's the end goal? Like, and how many, so, how many months sober are you? Um, I will be 10 months on the 24th. 
Ooh, happy Which anniversary. Is, thank you. I can't believe it. Um, and as far as like a goal, like it's so funny because my stepdad asked me the other day, I was like, yeah, I'm about to go to a meeting. And he was like, how many more of those do you have to do? And I was like, one a day if I want to stay sober for the rest of my fucking life. Like, yep. <laughs> um, so honestly, the goal is to be to go to bed sober tonight. I like that. Just You know, I can't think about if I'm going to be sober at my wedding. I can't think about if I'm going to be sober when I have kids. I can't think about that because, I mean, I could get hit by a fucking plane crashing into my house right now, but I know that I'll die sober today. And that's the goal. Just every day, once a day. One day at a fucking time. That's right. Damn. Hey, the time is about to cut off. I'll finish. I'll stop the recording. Okay. Give you a call back and then we'll finish up. Yeah. Stay, stick around for part two. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hey. Dude, Anchor is on some bullshit. I always forget. Because it'll say, like, still process. Yeah. Really tiny letters. And you're like, dude, I fucking lost it. <gasps> it was there, though. It said, oh my it God. said processing. But I was scared. I was like, why, why don't y'all put that shit in big red letters? I concur. Um, Anchor low-key gives me anxiety. <laughs> dude, it's so, like, uh, what's the word? Like, touchy, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. She's sensitive. Very fucking sensitive, man. Facts. Uh, so I'm ready. How does it feel not only to help women, but men also with their testimonies that I know can't be easy to talk about? Um, well, I just, I don't, I feel like this is going to sound really fucking stupid. I'm sorry, Kylo, that was mean. Um, I don't (laughs) know that I am helping people, if that makes sense. Like people don't call me and they're like, oh my God, Kylo, like you saved my life, you know, but I Mm -hmm. do hope that whenever I share real shit and real vulnerable shit and what I'm going through, um, as clear as I'm really feeling it, that it encourages people to do the same. Like it, it doesn't make you weak to be honest about how you feel. Mm -hmm. And I think that vulnerability is a gift and not a weakness. And I think that the more that I can talk about it openly, the more I can help towards normalizing, whether for men or for women. I just think that, if we don't talk about it, it's never going to change. It's going to remain the same. And everybody's going to be pissed off all the time. Yeah. And not know what to do with it. Not cute. That's no. it. Besides go to the bar, or get some pills, or roll a blunt. It's not a good time. Mm-hmm. Damn. I oh my think, God. personally, for myself, I think it's very cool what you've been doing, guy. I really do admire it. I wish I could be as open as you are. Sometimes I am, but <laughs> man, I don't know. Something about that just scares me. But I think, I think working towards it myself that it'll be, and I've become more more open with like the people I, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, like I'm like me and you, we've always been open with each other. I've never been like, oh, uh, you know, and if I am bullshitting, you know, and vice versa, <laughs> you're like. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't, you know, blah, blah, and you're like, Jake, and I'm like, all right, we both know I did it, let's not do this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we both know. I love that we used to talk about things, like, we would have very vulnerable conversations, but they were always hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, let's say, right? <laughs> pretend, pretend. 
hypothetically, if one person were to, and I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm, hypothetically, they need to pull their shit together. <laughs> I'm like, okay, just cool, cool to know. Hypothetically, wear a fucking condom. What is wrong with you? <laughs> hey, no babies. <laughs> no babies. <laughs> wow, then. Yeah, no, I oh. think, and the thing... The thing about it that I've learned, honestly, because my my first episode that we did on Girls Gone Sober was my story, and I was fucking terrified. Dude, that's absolutely terrifying. That it's shit was easier. It is so much easier now. Man. I think it's like practice, like learning how to ride a bike, and I've learned like it's getting easier because I feel more accepted within myself because like all the shit that I've been hiding in my like skeletons in my closet Mm. I pull them out and I show people and people are like oh yeah I did that too or oh yeah same or I felt that way and I don't feel so alone so I would encourage you to be as vulnerable as you can because you never know who you're helping especially with the audience that you have like this isn't some small podcast okay that's right numbers baby you got numbers and you could like really be impacting people and never know it and i think that's also my favorite part like i was looking at uh analytics the other day and people are listening to our podcast all over the fucking world isn't that shit so cool like how did you fucking find me how did you find me Germany, China, and shit. Yeah, and then I'm like, I mean, they haven't reached out and said it was trash, so maybe this isn't terrible. (laughs) See? And I mean, worst case scenario, you impact one person, that's a whole life. Yeah. Or even just a little bit. Like, someone's like, damn, maybe I shouldn't be a piece of shit today. Like, you did that. Planting the seed. And I'm just grateful that people did that for me. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't make this shit up. Somebody taught me about it. But it's it's up to you how you use it and how you express it. And like, you know how... Because, yeah. like, them saying that to someone else may not work, but the way you say it might work. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's just... We all speak then... different languages, you know? Like, exactly. I speak sarcasm, bullshit, mm-hmm. and I'm funny. And, like, that doesn't work forever. That doesn't... It's not well-received by everybody, you know? And I don't have to be everybody's cup of tea, but I do hope that at least one person will take a sip and plant a fucking seed, you know? Just a sip. Just a sip. Just try it out. Just walk that shit if you need to. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. I don't know. It's pretty fucking wild, but I'm really excited about it. I hope that this podcast grows and grows and grows and grows and we'll see what happens, but I don't know. Man, if we don't get a studio together one day, I'm going to be pissed. Bro, did I tell you about my studio plan? No, tell me. Okay, so I'm moving out in September. September 1st is my last day in sober living. So excited. And I want to get a one-bedroom apartment and put my bedroom in the living room because I don't want anybody in my apartment anyway, okay? Mm -hmm. And I want my bedroom to be, like, an office slash, like, open closet. And then um, in the actual closet, I want it to be a recording studio. Ooh, uh, Devin Smith has his like that. Really? Yeah, for his uh, like uh, is when he makes beats and shit. How's he doing? Man, I haven't talked to him in a while. He seems to be doing good though. I thought he was so hot. <laughs> he was short though. No, that's Lindemann. I'm lost. Are you thinking of uh, which one? No, was... I remember Devin. He was a server, right? No, he's yes. kind of tall. Yeah, he's tall. He, well, Jake, everybody's You're tall. tall. 
I'm yeah. tall. He wasn't tall to me. <laughs> Y'all are like the same height where he's taller. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're not at least a foot taller than me, I think that you're not tall. Ah, uh, that's fair. It's just the way that my brain works. I don't know. I should be less judgy, but fuck it. We're here. Here we are. Here we are. This is where we're at. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Take it or leave it, motherfucker. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> is there Let's... any... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was reading. Go ahead. Is there any advice you wish you'd heard before this? Um... I mean, we kind of harped on it already, but anything like, but I guess it's it's whenever you're in that position before, you don't really want to accept anything. So yeah, it's like so. I guess the best example I can use is my relationship. Like I loved the fuck out of that man. I still do. I will always have a soft spot in my heart for him. But if you would have sat me down and said, Kyla, this behavior isn't okay, I would have been like, well. He's just going through a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't ready to fucking hear it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the best advice that someone could give is just living by example. Like, teaching. I think, so I was in a meeting the other day and somebody said, I'm an alcoholic. If you tell me what to do, I'm not going to listen. But if you show me what to do by, like, living by example, I will learn from that. So I think that, like... I wish I would have surrounded myself with people that were living a different life, you know? Like, don't talk, teach, or whatever. Yeah. Like, damn, that's fair. Yeah, because all people that's would be true. like, exactly, yeah, because all people were like, uh, don't do as I say, not as I do. Oh, my God, that shit drives me nuts. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking worse than me. Like, man, I remember, like, back in the day, like, Fuck. I remember, like, back in the day, like, a girl would be like, hey, like, don't uh, do that to my friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be talking to a girl, and, and her friend's like, if you hurt her or something like that, I'm like, all right, well, like, you're not going to do nothing about it. But that's besides the point. But then, bam, like, they would be flirting with me. And I'm like, yeah. so I can't flirt with other bitches, but if it's you, then it's okay. Right. And I'm like, y'all are wilding. Like, don't, what she meant to say is, you better not hurt, or you better not flirt with other girls or anything besides me. Exactly. And I think that's the scary thing. Like, you, you never, know. never know. You, you never, never fucking, fucking know, know, dude. You never know. And people are fucking shysty. Like, if you think that the human race is full of sunshine and fucking rainbows, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody is a little fucked up. Yep. Always a false narrative. Always a false narrative, but if you decide to own the fact that you're fucked up and you're honest about it, you might fuck around and have some real relationships. Dude, I, we were honest with each other, and look at And us. here we are, six years later. Yeah, and it's not like we talk every single day, but, like, when we talk, it's still genuine, and I'm like, hey, dude, like, blah, 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 and you're like, well, fuck, Jake, get it together. You're, like, proud of you. <laughs> and I'm proud of you, but what are you doing? <laughs> And vice versa, I'm like, man, Kyle, like, I'm, I really am happy for you, you know? Yeah. Or, like, I'm like, damn, bitch, you need to fucking... Gather yourself. You need to, yeah, you need to fucking toughen up, buttercup. I remember whenever I told you I was grounded, and you are like, be good. And I was like, it's, <laughs> it's really hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'd be grounded, too. Fuck, I'd be... Um, That's just wildin'. I was wildin'. I, I'm gonna be honest, I couldn't do it. Like, if I... It's, it's like you said, like... When you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Like, even if I don't want to fucking, like, drink or 
yeah or whatever if you're like oh you're not that's prohibited i'm like fuck you you know yeah i'm like it's prohibited for everybody except for me i'm gonna do it you know yeah exactly and like the rule was that i wasn't allowed to talk to my ex-boyfriend right and i was Mm -hmm. like that's fucking bullshit i'm gonna do what i want and i know the rule was to protect me so that i could focus on myself because i was hella codependent but I also don't regret breaking that rule because if I didn't do that, then we wouldn't have had the conversations that we had and I wouldn't have gotten to the place where I was able to move the fuck on. You know what I mean? Like get that closure. Yeah. He, our last conversation, he gaslighted the fuck out of me. And I was like, damn, Kyla, you really fell for this shit for a long time. (laughs) God damn. It was funny though. And like, I think it's so interesting to look at it from the perspective of like, you only know what you know, because it's what you've seen. Mm, or what someone wants you to see yeah but no i mean like growing up so like if you've grown up in a household and this is not the example of him but if someone has grown up in a household where they see that manipulation tactic gets them what they want because that's what their parents did or their sibling did and then they do it and it works and they don't realize that they're doing it for the rest of their fucking life and they go around manipulating people to get what they want and Mm. they never have the awareness of what they're doing like they're out here harming people and they have no idea and I was doing that shit. And I had no idea. It's just it's just toxic learned behavior. Yep. You gotta relearn how to be a person because real shit, they don't teach you that stuff in school. Fuck the public education system of the United States of America. That's ass. How do you write a check? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I know you put like how much is in there and two or two and <laughs> that's it. Like what the fuck is an FHA loan? <laughs> Man. If I write a check, that shit's going to be hard because my dumb ass going to do it wrong. Same. <laughs> That's not true. I'm, I'm low-key an accountant now, but like... <laughs> <laughs> before, before. Before? Oh, my God. I remember I used to have to sign checks for the liquor orders at Roadhouse, and I would fuck up write a fucking check. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. It's just like, why are we writing checks? That shit's so outdated. What the fuck is a check? I don't Dude, get that. That's like faxing someone or fucking, like, for what? Yeah. No. Send a fucking email, dude. Scan the document on your phone and send an email. And clip yes. it. It's 2022. <laughs> yeah, Stop. use fucking uh, cam scan or something, you know? Like, shit, dude. That's wild. I can't. I'm not rocking with it. Man, can you put together what I was trying to say with this question? Because I have no idea. Um... I think I was trying to say something like... That you held on to for a long time. Well, maybe, I mean... Maybe, a truth that you thought was the truth, but it was a lie the whole time, man. That's what I was going with. I feel like I keep talking about my ex-boyfriend, so don't judge me, but this was a really big life-altering moment for me a couple weeks ago. So we had had these conversations, and I had convinced myself that we were just going to get back together after I got sober, and, like, I lived in sober living and everything was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't take into consideration that, like, I had already broken up with him for a reason, you know? And we were on the phone and we were talking and he was like, you know, I I could fall in love with you again. And I was like, you're not in love with me anymore. And he was like, no, we're not, we're not together anymore, you know? And then it really hurt my feelings because I was like, damn, like I'm still in love with this motherfucker. And then I had to sit back and be like, Kyla, are you actually in love with him or are you in love of the, with the idea of him? Ah. So that was mind boggling. And then the next conversation we had, I told him it upset me. He said, I didn't say that. And I was like, (laughs) girl <laughs> damn girl pack your stuff let's find you a home we gotta get up out of here 
This is not it. And I feel like it was such a weight lifted to be able to say out loud in the back of my mind, I've been plotting and manipulating how to get back with him because I wanted to prove to myself that I was worthy enough to be loved. But at the end of the day, that love isn't going to fulfill me. The love that I have for myself is going to fulfill me. And like, that's a big ass layer that was, it took 10 months for me to peel back. That's a lot of fucking shit. Cause y'all were together for a while. So like, I could definitely like seven years, dude. Like we grew up together, you know? I also learned. Oh, go ahead. So I was talking to my therapist and, um, did you know that cheating on someone is abuse? I could see it. That would make emotional abuse. And I was like, what? That's crazy. But manipulating someone is also abuse. Like, we were just abusing each other left and fucking right, emotionally and mentally. And, like, you don't know until you know. Yeah. Damn. I never thought about it like that. I'm telling you, everybody needs to go to therapy. <laughs> Dude, I didn't go. Girl keeps telling me to go. You've never been to therapy? Huh? You've never been to therapy? I'll get on the game and stuff, and I tell Jake. random people, I'll, fu- I'll freaking go. One of these days, okay? I'm just Jacob. Do you have health insurance? I'm finna get it. Jake. Yes. I love you with my entire soul. I love you with my entire soul. And I will climb through this fucking phone if you don't go get a fucking therapist. Therapy is not for people that are broken. Therapy is for fucking everyone because whether you like it or not, your family of origin fucked you up because generationally we have been taught things that are wrong. And it's no one's fault. It is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to be the best version of you that you can be. So go to fucking therapy. You think heard? You heard think or what? Be a therapist heard. That's actually what I'm going to school for. <laughs> no shit, that's badass, dude. Yeah, I want to be a licensed professional counselor because I feel like I be knowing. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, and like you said, the ones that lead by example. It's like a better testament, you know? I just need you to know the most important thing. Oh, oh my God, your girlfriend just texted me. She's Dang, fucking nosy. Tell her I said hi. Listen to all our pods. Oh, I love you, Ashley. I'm her biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. I'll send you an autograph. Dude, she listens to your pods more than mine. She said, I was listening to my pods catching up. I was listening to Kyle's and stuff. I accidentally clicked on yours, and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. Like, god damn. Clicking all my shit on accident. Like, sorry. Picks of four digs. Man, I fucking guess. <laughs> I love that. Do you think it would be weird? Okay, so, no, this is probably an offline conversation. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay, next question. Tell me a hint. Tell me a hint. It's too obvious. Text me it. Let's okay. see. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Damn, I feel like I'm going to get shit from the viewers for being a little pussy about it. Don't be a pussy. You're respecting my boundaries. That's the most hardcore shit you could do. Oh, shit. Man, I don't think so. You know, like, do you think it would even be entertaining? Like, do you think it would be as good as it is now? Dude, I mean, 
I've been listening to you this whole time, and you entertain me. <laughs> like, and I'm fucking, I'm, what are we, generation, we're millennials or whatever? I think we're like X, Y, and fucking Z. I have no idea. <laughs> we're fucking, we're one of the letters, dude. And we have that 10 second span, like, but I fucking. You're invested. No, no homo, you be captivating me. LOL. <laughs> I think I'm not interesting. I think people, I only really, at the beginning, I did the pod because people were like, hey, you're like, you're like funny or whatever. Like, you, yeah. you have things to talk about, like this and that. I'm like, oh, for sure. Well, well, I'm over here just sucking my own dick, you know? <laughs> like, I got my ribs removed. Fucking twirl my thumbs and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then after a while, I was like, because my worst thing, my worst fucking thing was, I would always assume people were going to say, and I was usually right, which was worse, you know? Yeah. And, like, I was just talking. I wasn't listening. I was listening. I was like, this, that, and that. Okay, good. That's enough information. Anyways, you know? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and it's taught me to listen, which is hard as fuck for me because I'm more of a talker than a listener. Yep. Did you know and that's a coping skill? To talk more than listen? No. Yes. Sorry, I got fucked up. I learned that, and I, I hope not. It is. It is a coping skill that's a trauma response. So, like, if you've never felt heard, you have to get out every thought that comes into your mind because no one's ever going to hear it if you don't. Oh shit! I think that's also my ADD or whatever I have. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. Not a good mix. Okay. Deadly We're thriving. We're thriving. We're thriving, but yeah, I, I I learned like I like listening to people. Like it's so cool. Like I used to think, oh wow, I'm pretty interesting. You know, people think I'm interesting, but then I'm like, also it's like fake because I'm saying shit. I, I think people think are interesting. sometimes it just depends. And then, but now I'm like, man, I love listening to people talk. Like it's so cool. And you I, learn so much. You learn so much, and I hate that small talk. Like, oh man, it's it's raining, huh? Yeah, we <laughs> needed it. Or did you watch the game? And then, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. A bunch of the dudes from my gym, they be talking to me about the games and shit. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck. I don't ever watch sports anymore. <laughs> but like, I'm in too deep. Dude, I'm in too deep. He's like, man, you watching the finals? And I'm like, man, that shit's wild. I'm like, who are you going for? And I'm like, who do you think? And they're like, that's right. And I'm like, yup. And so I think Make I'm your big dishonest, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna tell my buddy Steve. He always, he's always the main one. He's like, man, you watching the, the the Clippers and blah blah. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a good game. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so I think I've been debating on it. Actually, it's funny we bring this up, or me, I should say. But next time I'm just gonna be like, hey, dude, like we're friends and I love you, dude. But I don't fucking watch sports, so we'll see how that <laughs> relationship goes. So. But I do like to talk about X, Y, Z. You should give him something. <laughs> I, yeah, I need, I need to give him something. I'm like, so, you can talk uh, about cat. <laughs> man, I think, I don't know. I think he wouldn't fuck with me anymore about my cat. No, you'd be surprised how many people actually like you for who you are. Is this a general thing or like? You specifically. I like you, Kyla. You're very, you're good. What's the word? You're good, like, make your, make you feel good about yourself. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a cheerleader. You're, but you're like a spiritual cheerleader. Thank you. I want to, I'm, I'm a motivational speaker. I just be speaking motivation. Dude, I'd listen. You put that shit in a fucking, in a, 
You should make Catch a TikTok. Say, say say some motivational shit and just have it play over something. That shit's so hard. I don't know how to do that. We'll figure it out, dude. We'll we'll fucking we'll collab on something and put it together. Deal. Works for me. Works for me. Do I have any more questions? Uh, we got a few more. I'll just okay. we'll do two or three. Okay. Um, let me see. What uh? Oh, I like this one. Uh, what advice? while people are trying to help is actually not helpful at all oh my fucking god just stop drinking bitch what a great idea you think i haven't <laughs> fucking thought of that one <laughs> yeah like no way like you should no be a fucking way. counselor <laughs> god damn just stop drinking <laughs> just stop drinking more thank you <laughs> thank you sharon are you fucking kidding me <laughs> that's a nobel peace prize worthy fucking <laughs> theory oh my god that shit drives me nuts. Man, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like more, people hinder more than help a lot. Yes. Because when you're trying to do something, like, oh, just blah, blah, and you're like, god damn it, dude, fuck you. And then you're like, I'm just going to do it anyways, you know? Yep. yep. And you know what I have learned, though? Like, because learning how to listen is a skill that I've also been working on. And by learning how to listen at first, I would just take in everything everybody said and absorb it and like keep it as fucking gold and like rules. And I'm learning now that I can listen and eat the fish and spit out the bones. I can keep what I want. I don't have to keep it all, you know? Yeah. And it's helping me like not argue with people. Damn. I do like, because you're taking like, you're like, Oh, I do like, I agree with you on this. Instead of being like, Nope. Once I hear one thing, I don't like fuck it all. That literally was me. I was looking for a reason to not like you before you could not like me. Damn. Deadass. I feel like a lot of people are like that low-key. I feel like everybody's like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Nobody wants to be the one unliked. Yep. Fucking trauma shit. response. Fuck, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, please don't tell me. Please don't, please don't come up in here saying that stupid ass shit. <laughs> That's right. We're not fucking with it. I'm not with it. That is the stupidest shit. Another one that I really fucking hate so much with everything in my fucking soul. Yes. Well, why don't you just let it go? <laughs> You're lying. And I'm like, did you hear anything I just fucking said? <laughs> like, no, I was talking. Why? Did you hear anything I said? What do you mean, let it go? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> just let it go. Just don't let it bother you. Like, you think I want to be bothered by this? I am bothered by the fact that I'm bothered. And you are not helping. <laughs> You're just making me more fucking bothered, dude. God, that shit drives me insane. Like, that is the opposite of compassion to me. <laughs> That's fucking, I don't even know. Like, just get over it. <laughs> yeah. Like, grow okay. up. Or, oh my God, whenever I have my bouts of depression, because I'm a manic depressive, whenever there's one person in my life who says this to me all the time, what do you have to be sad about? Dude, that's the fucking worst. And I'm like, honestly, if I could answer that question, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. <laughs> like, I don't know, dog. I have um, no. There's, I mean, fuck. You don't. It doesn't have to be like tangible, you know. 
this is a feeling that I have right now. This is where I'm at. You asked. <laughs> I'm telling you, and you, you not, you're not fucking with that. I don't know what you want me to do. I mean, I don't know what you wanted me to say, but this is how I'm feeling. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to lie? Like, oh, yeah, it's cool, dude. Don't do that. Yeah. Be a liar. Yeah, don't be a liar. Fuck. That shit drives me bonkers. Yeah. I like that word. Thank you. <laughs> That's Caroline. Bonkers. <laughs> Who do you think is more toxic, Juicy? Men or women? Hmm. And why? Or... 50-50. I think we're all fucking toxic. Mm-hmm. I think that no one is taught how to be a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, there isn't a class on how to be a good person. Okay. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So, the only thing that I know is what I've seen. And, like, with my parents. My parents did the absolute best that they could with what they had. The absolute best. And there's no manual on how to raise kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it probably wasn't perfect. But, again, I think that comes down to the, like, it's not my fault that I had traumatic experiences in my life. But it is my responsibility to do something about it. So, I don't know that it's men versus women. But I do think that people are more toxic that choose not to do something different and know there's something wrong. Like there's a difference between ignorance. Like if you're just walking around being an asshole and like, you don't know that you're an asshole, that's one thing. And you need to get better friends to tell you that you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. But if you're walking around and you're being an asshole because you're hurt and you're scared and you don't have the fucking balls to go see a therapist, like that's on you and you are toxic. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. people that don't respect other people's boundaries. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Jake. Listen up. Boundaries are the most important part of any relationship that you are in. And boundaries are not a wall to keep people out. They're a way to keep people in. You know what I'm saying? They're a fence in the gate. And a boundary is not, I don't ever want to talk to you because every time you talk to me, you don't listen. It's like, hey, when I'm speaking, I would appreciate it if you would listen or I'm no longer going to talk with you. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. a boundary is I love you, but I also love me. You know what I'm saying? Both sides. And, like, if you, if some, and the hardest thing about boundaries is whenever you place a boundary with somebody and they don't respect it or they don't like it, it can really be tumultuous in your relationships. But that's how you learn who's really fucking down for you. If they don't want to accept it, then fuck them. But also, it's hard to say fuck them, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I think it's really cool being able to see, like, the energy that you put into relationships is pretty much parallel to the energy you put into yourself. Because a boundary isn't just for you, it's for me, you know? No, yeah, that's true. Because if I'm always answering the phone, this is why I have my phone on Do Not Disturb. Because I used to always answer my phone, always, no matter what. I would answer even if I was not in the place to talk to somebody. And it is like a waste of time for me to get you on the phone and you to, to be expecting me to listen. Because I answered. Why would I answer if I'm not going to listen? And then I don't hear anything you say and, like, you feel ignored even though we're on the phone. Like, because I'm yeah. not in a place mentally or emotionally to have a conversation with anyone right now, you know? You can't help people if you're hurt. Literally. 
Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people, dude. They really do. For real. But I I do see what you're saying about, like, it's just an accountability thing. Because if you can't hold yourself to that, how are you supposed to... How are people supposed to hold you to it? Exactly. Straight up. Straight up. Let's end on a positive note. Okay. How is it working with kids? This isn't going to be a positive note. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lie. I fucking love... Okay, listen. I fucking love the kids that are in my life. I love them so much. But the funny thing about kids, especially the kids that I hang out with, is they're so smart. They literally are so aware and attentive and, like... They're so honest, it hurts sometimes. The other day, we were in the car, and one of them goes, Kyla, you were born on August 20th, 1996. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, the 1900s were a long time ago. And I was like, shut up. You're born in 2014. Leave me alone. (laughs) I got in the car the other day, and one of them said, Kyla, are you texting your boyfriend? And before I I could respond, the other one goes, she doesn't have a boyfriend. Even I know that. Dude, they're assholes. Kids are fucking mean. Damn. But they're also so sweet. Like, there's nothing like saying bye, I love you, and a little kid going, I love you too. Like, that shit makes my heart tingle. Damn. That does make it warm, huh? I love them. Little chicken nuggets. Little chicken nuggets. Oh, screaming and shit. But thank you for having me on. This was so fun. Of course. I always I mean, love talking. I took 55 reschedules for us to get here. Hey, that, we got here. There's A to B. We got to B. That's all that matters. We have reached our destination. And I'm happy we did. Will you come on my podcast? Of course. You'll be the first man. Oh, shit, dude. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Say anything misogynistic. And don't be disrespectful because I'll hang up on your ass. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Man. I'll be be a woman's ally, I promise. If you're not, I will never be your friend again. Dude, I love bitches. I know. (laughs) <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, well, I gotta hang up. All right, you. <laughs> well, that's been real. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy, and thank you so much for coming on. It's a process, and I can't wait to get on girls, girl gone sober. Girls gone sober on Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me on Instagram, Green Kyla. I love you, Jacoby. I love you, Kyle's. Have a good rest of your night. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. (laughs) Bye. Bye.